Oh, sorry, you caught me in my kitchen. I'm just emptying the dishwasher. Hold on, because I'm going to get me a beer. That's a good beer. <laughs> I decided I want to record on Anchor, but when's a good time to record? And then I thought, well, every day I empty the dishwasher and it's dead boring. I've listened to a podcast or watched something on YouTube and it's dead boring emptying the dishwasher. So I thought... Well, I'm emptying the dishwasher, might be a good time to record stuff on Anchor. Um, probably sucks for you though, dear listener, because it means um, you'll hear pots and pans clattering around as I get them in and out of the dishwasher. But it suits me, so I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to record a few shows on Anchor while I'm emptying the dishwasher. Um, sorry I haven't recorded for quite a while. Um, to be honest, I haven't had the guts. <laughs> I just haven't had the... Uh, haven't, I haven't felt like I haven't got anything to say. Um, which is no good for someone who's trying to discipline themselves to do more oral stuff. And to talk more and to get better at radio. It, it's not good enough for me to... Turn around and say, I'm not confident enough. I don't feel like doing it. I'm the sort of person, I work best under pressure. Um, if I have a deadline, that's when I, I work best. That's when I complete things. When it, it has to be done, when I've got no choice, when I've backed into a corner, that's when I produce my best work. It's, it's just who I am. Maybe it is a symptom of being a lazy get and not being self-motivating off, but that's who I am. So I suppose I've got to find ways, if I want to get better at this, at willing myself into getting better at it. It's like ukulele, I play the ukulele, but how good I am at it has plateaued because I've stopped pushing myself. I mean, years ago I used to be in a ukulele group, so I was improving really, really quick, quickly. But um, because my wife wouldn't go to any of my gigs because she hates my ukulele, um, I kind of I couldn't see any point in going to the group because it was nice to have that little group in my life, but the group was becoming kind of a separate life to my main life, you know what I mean? It, it was just too separate. It felt like just a, a separate thing that was just just me, something I was doing. And when I wanted the rest of my family to become more involved, nah, my wife wasn't having it. Uh, which is her choice, I don't blame her for it. My wife is absolutely wonderful and lovely. But that's why I gave up playing ukulele. I'm sure Positive Gaming would have something to say about me... Um, not motivating myself or, or needing a deadline to motivate myself. But anyway, the long and short of it is I need to force myself to 
podcast more and to record more. So I think doing this while I'm emptying the dishwasher is a pretty good idea. Even if it does mean the sound quality is going to be terrible. So what do I want to talk about? Uh, actually, I'll just pause this for a second and then I can make a break. Um, so I can talk about the next thing because I've got something in mind. Before I talk about the next thing, let me have another swig of my beer. <laughs> Actually, it's not beer. It's Copperberg, which is a fruit cider. Basically, the Alka Pops of 2019. Um, no, I'm not going dry for January, but I'm, I'm capable of controlling myself when I drink. <laughs> so I don't... I don't need to um, moderate my drinking because I already do. <laughs> it's not, um, yeah. Anyway, so, I'll, yeah, Copperberg and this kind of fruity cider seems to be the Alka Pop of 2019. What everyone's sort of drinking as a, a light, enjoy yourself drink now. I remember when Alka Pops were at their peak, absolute peak, when. When I was, in, well, maybe they weren't at their peak, but when I was a teenager, they seemed particularly kiddie-like. Um, I enjoyed this one called Reloaded Red Square, which is basically and probably just like a vodka and Red Bull, to be honest. But, oh, it got you hyped. And, of course, there were WKDs, and WKDs still hanging in there. And there was lots of different flavours of hooch as well. Anyway, this is a bit, that's a bit of a member berry. Maybe nasty kitty alcohol. That's not what I want to talk about. Um, alcohol's not something I enjoy talking about too much because my dad's a major alcoholic. Um, which is a reason why I'm careful around booze, I suppose. Um, I do drink, as evidenced in this podcast, but I don't. I don't drink a lot and I'm very wary when I do because I always think, oh, my dad's blood flows in my veins. Could I get addicted? So it's very rare I get drunk. I never get drunk at home, actually. Um, and I drink maybe once or twice a week, Friday, Saturday nights, never a work night, never. I work in education anyway, so... Drinking on a week on a work night is not an option. To be honest, lately I can't. I kind of moderate myself with drink anyway. My sorry, I'm loading the dishwasher now. Um, my body moderates me because um, as soon as I've had one or two drinks, I usually fall asleep on the couch anyway. Last night I fell on the, asleep on the couch at about eight o'clock, and um, I woke up at three in the morning. <laughs> We had to go up to bed. The wife was not happy. Not happy at all. But the main thing I want to talk about as I clatter and bang around here is um, Brexit, actually. Because everyone else on the radio is talking about Brexit. Everyone else is tickling the Brexit. So why don't I? It's actually reached quite an interesting stage, which is something I didn't think I'd say in the last three years, or two and a half since the vote, whenever it was. So 
So let me give you some background on my Brexit. Um, I voted to remain in the EU. I voted remain, again mostly on the issue of immigration, and it's because, as I've said before, I work in education, and I've worked. Oh, cats are too much, but I've worked with kids who were on them buses leaving Aleppo, um, where the mines were dropping. Um, and I've worked with kids who are, um, I know Aleppo's not part of Europe, but I've worked with kids who are economic migrants from Europe. Um, I've worked with kids who have come to Europe, who have migrated here from Europe and parts of the European Union. And they're ace. <laughs> and it keeps me in work. As long as people are having kids and sending them to school, hopefully it means I'll be in a job. And um, bearing that in mind, I couldn't, with a good conscience, kind of limit that. I mean, I do get it when people say, you know, limit immigration. There's not enough um, jobs, benefits, whatever to go around. And, and I agree, they're probably right. But at the same time, tell you what. Yeah, okay, let's have a more migrants. But you go down to the European... You go down to the border. You go down to Dover, or Calais, or wherever the migrants are gathered. You go down there, speak to them, listen to their story, listen to why they're there, and you look them in the eye, and you tell them country's full. You tell them get lost. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Um, I know, I know it needs to be done, but it needs to be done by people with a stronger stomach than I've got, because I couldn't do that to people, you know, especially the kid, you know, especially the kids. Am I, am I going to stand at the border of my country and say, "Nah, country is full"? No, I'm not. And I think whoever dishes out the punishment should swing the sword, as Ned Stark says. It's very easy to sit in the comfort of your home and say, country's full, country's full, sick of them, send them back. Go on then, you look them in the eye, you put them on the plane, you put them back on that boat, you send them back. If you're so willing to pass judgement, go for it. I'm bloody well not. <laughs> I'll let them stay. I've always been a bit of a libertarian though. Um, I find it a bit ridiculous actually that people call themselves free. Yet, yeah, if you want to you, you, well, no one's free, are they? I mean, if you think you're free, you go, you try to get to another country. Don't, don't take your passport. You're a free man. Exactly. Nobody's free. You cannot freely go where you like and do what you like. And yeah, well, I think it's right people can't do what they like. But I thought the whole point of freedom was being able to go where you want to go. Not without a passport. Not without a passport. But talking about Brexit, um, I noticed kind of in the House of Commons the last couple of days, it's actually been quite fun to watch. Um, first, the British MPs, sorry, I'm emptying the sink, were debating this Brexit deal, and they overwhelmingly said it was a bad deal. It was so bad, they should think about sacking the Prime Minister. 
and then they decided they weren't going to sack the Prime Minister. That's it in a nutshell. Um, and so basically, our best leaders, our best debaters, our best politicians, after weeks and weeks and weeks, and then two solid days of debating, have achieved nothing. They are pathetic. They are useless. They are a disgrace. I watched the House of Commons and it, it's, it, it's shameful. First of all, the way... Oh, has that gone off? No, it's still on. First of all, the way they interact with each other is shameful. When they're talking in the House and they're giving all that... And John Burko's there shouting, Order! Order! I actually quite like John Burko. It, it, well, hearing them, it's, it's appalling. That's not how real people behave and, and how we want to encourage our kids to engage in debate. Order! The Right Honourable Member from Chepstow will learn to behave himself. He will be quiet and the Leader of the Opposition will be heard. Order! Yeah, that, that's not how adults behave. That's a farce. They need to pack that in, even though it's funny. <laughs> they need to pack that in and get on with actually leading this country and, and making some bloody decisions. Um, I, I, was, I was listening to um, the news quiz on Radio 4 today, which is woefully unfunny. And they were talking about people stockpiling for a no-teal Brexit. <laughs> the liberal snowflakes on the news quiz think it's going to be that terrible um, I don't know I don't know what's going to happen um, it's not up to me there's not a lot I can do about it apart from rant on anchor is there but it's an interesting thing to watch and it's interesting to see all of these well paid supposedly successful supposedly capable individuals be absolutely incapable. <laughs> kind of makes me feel not so bad when I can't meet my deadlines or get stuff done or motivate myself to go on anchor. It's a cheering thought. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Um, but to be honest though, to make a mistake you need to make a decision. Doing nothing is a decision, I suppose, and right now that's what British politicians are doing. Let's see where it lands them. Um, it's been a good time on Anchor recently. I've been listening to a few people's podcasts, um, having a couple of listeners. So thank you if you are listening. Uh, I actually got some applause from someone a couple of days ago. Thank you very much. Um, it does mean a lot. It, it's nice to know somebody's listening as I shout into the void and if you have listened to me clanking away emptying my dishwasher and rambling at you it means a lot thank you very much if you want to speak to me leave a message um, I'll be happy to listen to it and interact with it and answer questions or answer debate topics and talk on whatever subject of you want I am happy to be your servant because you listened and I appreciate that. 
Thanks for listening. Good night.